What's up, guys? Our wrestling podcast back at you with another episode. This is Dave Vicious, along with Justin Total Package, Craig the British Bulldog, and Cuz, bringing you our perspective on the world of professional wrestling. No inside sources, no ties to the industry, just stories from the diehards sharing opinions with you. Today's topic: What happened to Alex Reich? For audio, oh, shut up, Dave. Welcome to my episode. Welcome to Minion Fellowship. Where can audio fans what find us? What happened to me? Alex Wright. Now I will leave you. Bring in the cuz. Bring in the cuz. Did he put strobe on the? Is that strobe on the voice? Yeah. Ah. All right, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Did he? What'd you say? He put in the what? The strobe. The voice is strobed. I didn't realize that no, until right now. Like the strobe effect. Yeah. Oh shoot! I have to Four. hear that. <laughs> For audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcast, or watch our videos on YouTube at Our Wrestling Channel. On social media, can you do us a solid and give us a follow on Instagram or Twitter at ONWP2019 or on Facebook at Our Wrestling Podcast. Jess, what's mm-hmm. going on with Das Wunderkin? <laughs> you, you know, so I remember when he came around in WCW. Got it. Oh, sorry. This is the episode I picked because of the... Uh... Forgot we. For, yeah, because Cuz won the Christmas. Uh, Cuz oh. won the Christmas trivia. Yeah, I so forgot. he wanted Duh. to do Alex Wright, and uh, he well, wrote we a song. We didn't even know this. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're so worried about it. Hey, Stevie Hyven. Well, yeah, we were so worried about guys. Appreciate. Yeah, we were we were so worried about trying to get the picture up and like the song right. Like, <laughs> don't worry, everyone to hear the music too. By the way, when so Cuz won the trivia. Uh, certainly cheating. And um, he uh, wanted to do this on Alex Wright. This is the pick, and he really wanted to do that song, which is really. A fine song, and I vote. Uh, there's one well vote for done. me. Well done. That is sorry. Yeah. It should be our theme song going forward. Um, but uh, yeah, I, Alex Wright is actually uh, people don't talk about him a lot act- yeah. at all. And but he was around. I think it was '93 is when he entered mm-hmm. WCW, and he was around '94, '95, and even in the Nitro era and stuff. And I have a real dis- like vivid memory of him and Arn Anderson uh, wrestling <laughs> in 1995, which one of my favorite finishing sequences that i've ever seen um so uh alex Wright was super talented he just did a really dumb dance and uh i think the dance like turned us off like we're like you're an idiot like yeah he was like he did like this he was like this german superstar super young super good looking probably the longest legs yeah. i've ever seen yeah, yeah. Um, no, and no then, knee uh, pads either right just no, he had knee pads, but they were like yeah. yeah he had knee pads it was just yeah it, like there were tiny little squares more on like the neon green the neon pink and yeah you know, yeah and he did like this weird colors. dance but he was actually a really good wrestler and yeah. i don't okay. now i go back and look back and i'm like alex wright was fucking for how young he was he was excellent like and we he got on there we, with act, a lot of we actively disliked him but he was a good wrestler like he could have been the best in the world we probably never would have come around on him but right the reason why some people thought it's it's a stripper dance or whatever is because it wasn't actually Techno wasn't in the States popular at that time. So it, I was my time ahead, so <laughs> to speak. But that was, actually, it was the best thing I could do because um, people still remember me, you know? And that's the most important thing. Being different in the sport, doing your own stuff, and uh, um, that the people remember you. Yeah, and That's why I like doing the very... shows like this because like you go back and you look at the one happened oh, yeah. two series is one of my favorites because I'm like, yeah, nobody talks about Alex, right? And we're going to stay at the end of this too. Like what he's doing now, he's very active in the wrestling yeah. community now. Yeah, so. still. And, he, and the WCW yeah. uh, world was very high on Alex, right? For some time. They, they, they put a lot of stock in that kid. Yeah, he was around for a long time in that promotion. 
He was one of those guys, like, I remember, like, like how you say my childhood, I always remember Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, the Diesels in WWF in that time. It was the, on WCW side, it was the Alex Wright, the Rey Mysterios, the Chris Jerichos, the, you know, Eddie Girls, Demi Malinkos, and all of them. That, Alex Wright stands they re- out. And they really, too, like, back here... Like 93, 94 WCW before Nitro debuted, they really had a lot of good shit on WCW Saturday night. And that's where Alex Wright lived like for yeah. a long time. And like he had a lot of good matches on there. It'll be against random people, but it didn't matter. Like, you know, it's like it was kind of cool to watch him sort of grow. They just didn't have an answer for him, I guess. And then once the NWO got ushered in in 96, there was really no place for him. Yeah, and they tried different things we'll read on, but uh, yeah, he's worth, he's worth remembering for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. All right. Let's jump right on in. Alex was trained by his father, Steve Wright, a British professional wrestler. He wrestled his first match in 1991 in Germany when he was 16 years old. Uh, Alex also wrestled in his hometown during his early career and also did work in Japan. Not all the wrestlers. Not all the best wrestlers. Not all the wrestlers. Go to Japan. Alex Wright was discovered by World Championship Wrestling WCW. In mid-1994, when WCW toured through Germany, he signed a contract with Time Warner, the parent company of WCW, and went through more training at the WCW Power Plant. Um, In his early career, Wright went undefeated in matches against several WCW superstars, including Bobby Eaton in January of 1995 at Clash of the Champions 30 and Paul Roma at Super Bowl V in February of same year. That's some... It's a little bit of clout there to start your, unde- your uh, undefeated streak. Not too bad. Uh, right, wrestled uh, Arn Anderson for the WCW World Television Championship on an episode of WCW Saturday Night and beat Anderson by disqualification. Rematch was scheduled on the next pay-per-view, Slamboree, where Alex Wright finally suffered his first loss. So what that was, was the Slamboree match? 95. Oh, my God. So Which, I what, thought what was, going into was, it. What was the, the better match? Was the uh, pay-per-view better? Than the, I think that No, I think the Saturday night match was excellent. But the, the finish of the Slamboree match was my favorite because I thought for sure going into the pay-per-view with all the stock they were putting in Alex Wright. And this is just the way Bischoff did things back in the day. He's a young guy they're trying to push. He's going he's gonna to beat Arn for the TV title. I thought it was a foregone conclusion, especially with the way they're hyping him. And Anderson beats him. And it's one of the favorite. I only seen Anderson do it a couple other times in the past against prelim wrestlers. Where he, they were doing a sequence off the ropes, and then he drew his hand back, or sorry, his left hand, because Anderson's lefty. He drew his left hand back like he was going to punch Alex in the face, so Alex ducked, and then he fucking DDT'd him super quick and pinned him. And I remember the crowd popped, the crowd popped huge. It's one of my most creative, like, finishing sequences that, like, is stuck in my memory, and it's, like, one of the best things. And I was kind of stunned. I was like, I'm really happy. Because back then I really did not want Alex Wright to win anything, um, but uh, but yeah, I was like super happy that like Anderson did it and he pinned him clean and it was really cool. And they played it off like, oh, he's a you know he's still yeah. a real young wrestler. Anderson's too experienced, you know, yeah. he'll live to fight another day. He didn't but it was really it. really a cool uh, a cool spot. What is, what what did Arn say about it, guys? Can you give me some Arn? Well, well, that's what I did. He ducked Ooh. and I got him. Yeah. I, I was paid on time. Everything else went Anderson? well. Cashed it. Uh, I did the job that I was paid for. And uh, sometimes, 
Had a beer. Sometimes I talk, motherfuckers I did DVD. about the finish? He, he said it sounds good. We went for it. <laughs> Crowd he said, I don't like it. And I said, I'm on Anderson. Go fuck yourself. And he said, okay. And I did it. I did the move. But yeah, it was just, I don't know why it stuck out with me. It was like one of my favorite finishes that Arn That is kind did. of a cool one. Sometimes, sometimes it's just the not overthinking things. There was, uh, not to get too far off the topic about Alex Wright, but there was somebody who talked about Bret Hart taking Stone Cold's finisher and took it better than anyone else because he didn't flip you oh, around did. on it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just stunned him and like falls to the side and like so realistic. I think we talked about it all this week. I was like, oh, yeah, it's a really good point. When people started flopping around on it, I mean, I know people go nuts when that happens, but it's just it's Thanks not to the rock. realistic. Yeah, it's all the, rock. the Rock, oh, the rock started it. Yep. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I, I think to your point, Arn Anderson was so great about making things simple. And like, wow, that could really, oh, he ducked. Let me just let me just get him in his DDT and go, go home. You know, it's a great finish. <clears throat> Alex was also part of the Monday Night Era. He would compete against such wrestlers as Ultimate Dragon, tr- uh, Chris Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, yeah, Rey Mysterio, yeah. and Disco Inferno. Those are fun. Those are fun lineups right there. Oh yeah. So this is basically like your um, your Monday Nitro first hour, right, of your cruiserweights and all your. And the weird yeah. thing about Alex is like they played both sides with him. I mean, they did that with a lot of cruiserweights. It's like yeah. cruiserweights that they didn't know what to do with and they didn't want them to win the cruiserweight title. They'd win the TV title. So Dave sure. will talk about it here too because Ultimo Dragon won the TV title for a while. And like it's like cruiserweights they didn't want to crown the cruiserweight champion. They're like, well, let's put the TV title on him. So I'm not proud of this era with the TV title, but Alex Wright uh, had a little say. Had a little, had a little say in it. In 1997, Wright feuded with Steve Mongo McMichael after his valet, Deborah, left him and became Wright's valet. That's a fun little storyline. Wright defeated McMichael at Halloween Havoc with help from the newly debuted Goldberg, who promptly attacked Wright. Post-match. I don't. I don't remember this. I probably have seen it and reviewed it. But <laughs> I actually I, don't remember this either. This, yeah, we. But we reviewed their match at Starcade like two months later, and you don't need to. I can tell you right now, you probably don't need to go right. back and watch it. <laughs> that just sounds fucking oh, awful. Right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> with and it, it ends with with help from Goldberg. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, he needs help. Uh, he, he can beat Mongo straight up, Craig. What are you talking about? There's no way Wright can beat Mongo. Not he, he, uh, being he'll be me, baby. Was, He's gonna scoop my heat, baby. If that he dirty Goldberg didn't come in, baby, you'd have been mine. <laughs> he can't go over Pepe clean. Don't. Pepe don't like it. Uh, Alex would then begin to patch things up with former rival Disco Inferno as they began teaming in 1998. Thank God. They've always been good. The Dancing Fools. Wow. Um, because that's what they called him in the back. These dancing fools. I just see Dusty dancing fools. Can we do uh, that, Bischoff? He's like, whatever. I don't fucking care. Wait, so anyway, disco, disco, and who? Disco and uh, Alex Wright. Disco and Alex Wright became the dancing. Oh fools. god, I do remember right. that. By the way, I remember that. It was not good. Um. <laughs> well, at this point, to be noted too, Alex was heel. So now he did his dance to annoy you, which made sense because it annoyed <laughs> yes, me when he was supposed to be face in 94, 95. So just go so with yeah, it, right? Yeah, now people he's just like just, just doing just the dance. Yeah, and people are booing him and stuff. And then Disco, Disco would dance right behind him. Like, yeah, yeah this is kind of funny. And the Dancing Fools uh, sometimes the greatest featured in the world right there. Japanese wrestler <laughs> Tokyo Magnum in the role of a tag-along who regularly attempted to imitate their dancing styles. 
Now that just sounds fun. All right. That's cute. <laughs> early version of the Mizdow. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. That's right. He was just trying to copy the dancing. Yeah. Yeah. In 1988, not, not Ms. Dow, but Alex Wright, was repackaged as the ill-fated Berlin. Should we do a Trendsetters Dancing Dudes or Dancing yeah, Fools? D- dancing trendsetters? Fools trendsetters? I was thinking Trendsetters Berlin, now that Dave just mentioned it. <laughs> uh, in 2000. Like, uh, I got a sharp chest pain when Dave said Berlin. Why is that? I don't know. Bad. I don't know. I, don't know. I remember uh, this. Bad, this was in 1999. This is when WCW, like. It made me feel gross. Like it was just getting bad and like it was just going downhill. And they repackaged Alex Wright as Berlin and his bodyguard was called The Wall. Get it? <laughs> yeah. I don't get so, it. Uh, Z Wall. What do you mean? Z Wall. He, get, he gets it. <laughs> this is my bodyguard. Z Wall. We built him. He is a wall. Stupid WCW. I don't get it. Oh, God. The Wall scooped in the heat. <laughs> He's uh, getting more cheers. Like Alex Ray probably doesn't even talk like that in the back. The wall uh, Bishop, mm-hmm. no. Yeah, He's too big and powerful. I go over a wall now, huh? I hate to say it, these are these are the funniest shows that nobody will watch. It's like they're not here to see Alex Wright. They're gonna go no. <laughs> but we're the, the wall scoops my heat. <laughs> why does the wall get to walk down first? Me, no. Be careful, or I will break that wall. Breaks the wall. Goldberg scoop my. What? He's cutting a promo on the wall in the back. His own bodyguard. Huh? And they're like, no, it makes no sense. Okay. Each is their own. Bring in the wall down. Well, I'll tell you something about Savage. Savage doesn't pull any strings. He's got something to say. He says it. He's just not shooting off his mouth. He's got some big, big plans. His opponent is from Berlin, Germany. And he is accompanied to the ring by his bodyguard. He is Berlin. It's going to be a good matchup. Vampiro and the strength and agility that he has in a bunch. Berlin has been really laid I think we laugh like this every time he came down to the ring too. Where it's like so, so funny. No, it, so it was it was angry. Yeah, Burley like, was totally opposite. Fun. So he yeah. was like in a black trench coat with. Ber- I'm sure I'll put a picture. Oh, up I was here. talking about. He was in a black trench coat with Berlin. He he like cut his hair in a weird, dyed it black, and then like it was a yeah. serious heel like gimmick. There was no. Yeah, it was like a. He was not like um like a, a fun like you know with the Alex Wright character. He was a dancing. He was all serious guy. now. He was dancing. Yeah, his song sucked too. I didn't like the song that he came out to. Yeah, it wasn't like his. Yeah. Oh goodness! So, uh, That's then a heck I of a repackage. They must have thought yeah. it was a short, short oh, memory. Oh my god! Man. Who did he come out with? That big guy, remember? That was the, uh, the wall. The wall. Oh yeah, you just said it. Yeah. Seven foot two guy. Seven foot two. Yeah. No, yeah. no, it was. I don't think he was that tall. He was like was he, he wore like a, a like a white shirt and tie. He was a big guy, but he wasn't like he wasn't seven feet. What, I don't think. Wasn't he in a Ravens flock before this, or was he repack? Hmm. Oh, damn it! See now, now I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Remember. I don't remember. I don't remember honestly. I thought he just like left. He was like Alex Wright, and then they, he went away for a while, and then they repackaged him in '99. That's what I thought. I don't remember. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, the the guy that played the wall. Uh, oh, oh. Wasn't was he in Raven's Flock? I don't remember. No, There's he so- was in something else. So fuck you, right? And I, it's gonna bother me. 
He was in something else. You're right. He was repackaged from something else. I don't know if it was Raven's flock, but you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. I, I can't remember what it was from. It might have been the flock, but I don't remember. Fuck. Yeah. Like, because I was reading up on this episode and I remember reading that and I was like, no one cares about the wall. Oh, that's going to bug me now. And now that's all we care about on this episode <laughs> I right now. That's like, all I care really about. want to know more about the what wall. What happened to the uh, wall? Jamie, now bring that up. <laughs> Jamie, bring up a picture yeah. of the wall. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie. <laughs> bring it up, Jamie. Our, our producer, uh, Jamie. Yeah. Um, he, not the wall, or Jamie, we're talking about Alex, remained a prominent mid card performer <laughs> during his seven year tenure with WCW. Uh, including ranks as a one-time cruiserweight champion, a one-time world cha- television champion, and a one-time world tag team champion with Disco Inferno with the dancing dancing fools. fools are tag team champions. Why are they not in the Hall of Fame? What are we doing here? Uh, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to bring. It. He was. Uh, I-, I was totally wrong about the flock. He was uh, in in TNA. He was actually Malice, uh, the Wall. Oh, and that was after in TNA. Oh my yeah. God, you're right. And he was in WCW. I knew it was Sergeant something. A-Wall. He was in something else. Yeah, he was in wow. Sergeant. He was Sergeant Awol in WCW. That was his other. Oh, okay. oh my God, that was. Stop. But that was after the Wall thing. That was the. <laughs> that was, that was after the yeah, Wall that was... to Awol. Stop. To that was the. Yeah, yeah, he was part of the Misfits he was in Action, right? ECW too. Was it the Misfits uh, in Action? He was part oh, of the Misfits when he got uh, repackaged. Billy Kidman yeah. and all them, right? <laughs> no, that was uh, uh Conan, maybe. We're butchering not, groups. Not, no, it was, uh, it was uh, a Hugh Morris. It was Hugh Morris because he was huge erection. And then it was Hugh Morris. It was uh, fuck. Uh, Lash LaRue and the Major Guns oh, yeah, and The Wall. Three. Yeah. And they were called the Misfits in Action. It was during 2000. It was during the Russo era. That all sounds really terrible. Well, it, it really was. Now The Wall really, really is scooping terrible. his heat. Because we're yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Really you fuck us, like I knew it. I finally get my own episode. Yeah. Uh, so right fell out of Bitch. the spotlight after folding of WCW has not appeared on American television since. Uh, he stated in an interview uh, that WWE could not sign him as he was one of the few who was still in a contract with AOL. My contract hasn't rolled over, Vincey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They also we don't also, fucking care. Also stated that he <laughs> took a break from wrestling. He wasn't happy with the backstage politics in WCW. No, happy at that time. If I was him, I wouldn't be happy That's either. A... There's very few that were happy. I don't um, like it. So I get it. Um, but yeah, in the years following, Wright has stayed away from regular active competition, only wrestling on rare occasions for German wrestling promotions like NAWA and GWP. After working as a banker, fitness instructor, GWP. He opened a pro wrestling school called The Right Stuff. I love that. In oh my god! Yeah. Yes, you get it. That's perfect. No, it's great. That's it's with my last one. name. Yes, you the idiots. Right Stuff. The Right Nuremberg, Germany. <coughs> German. Cinema. In 2009, he started his own wrestling promotion called New European Championship Wrestling. That's not bad. N-E-W. That's not bad. I like that. No. I wonder how that's doing. Wonder how since 2009. Excellent. Still around. Excellent. Actually, they they had Vassal Kingdom. Um, actually, I uh I should have got his uh Instagram handle. He's on Instagram. He's probably on other platforms too. But I used to follow him on Instagram, and he uh posts the progress of it. He still runs the school. He posts the progress of all his wrestling students and everything. So he's still he's still 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 going. His promotion's still going. That's what I mean earlier when we started the episode. I thought I think it's really fucking cool. You know, it's like you don't know like. His gimmick was never bigger than like a mid card guy, but like at the same time, like you think about the span, the seven years that he was in WCW, so, he yeah. was in there with Arn Anderson, Chris Jericho, Ultimate Dragon. Uh, he was the goddamn dancing fool. Um, he had a wall, literally a wall, uh-huh. like for his like. So he did a lot of stuff, like, and he was he was a part of before the Monday Nitro era, 
during the money natural era and then during the collapse. Like, so he kind of stayed yeah. in there. It's really, you don't think about the tenure that he had there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And as a young guy, they let him lead off, lead off a lot of pay-per-views, a lot of nitros and kind of, a lot of shows. they yeah. tried to give him the ball for quite a while and then just kind of kept him. He always just stayed lower mid or just around. So good for him. And yeah. he actually, um, I, I remember seeing it a long time ago. Well, not a long time ago. So it was right before WWE changed the logo from the scratchy logo. Um, NXT, he actually coached there for a little bit. Well, he, I think he was a guest coach, but they actually did an interview with him on WWE.com. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, and, and you know, they're kind of catching up with him. But, yeah, he actually came and coached for a little bit. Um, and it was, and it was, NXT was already the black and gold, too, already. Really top-notch uh, facility, you know. I mean, they have a lot of uh, rings there, and, you know, they have weightlifting, and they have physiotherapy, and they have... Rooms where they do the promos and stuff like that. Great trainers over there. So, you know, it's, it's a very, very good place, you know, um, to stay in shape or to learn the business, you know. You know, I have my own NEW hotspot over here in Germany where my, my uh, wrestling school is located in, the Right Stuff Pro Wrestling School. And uh, I have two rings, you know, and I have a setup like like was Center Stage in Atlanta. You know, we produce our shows there. With you know lightning and all, all kind of stuff, so I try to do it almost at the same level, you know. But I don't have the the, the money like WWE has, but for Europe, it's very very good. So it was probably literally like That's right, really like cool. maybe 2013, 14. Oh wow! So yeah, um, so you know, put that interview right here in this in this spot of the episode. That's pretty cool, though. Like, I mean, he's, you know, again, like, there's so many people who have, like, kind of, like, underwhelming careers. I don't mean that to be bad as far as on screen is concerned, but their whole yeah. career, he was, like, he was never, how was he not had a successful career? He starts in a wrestling school. He had seven years on for, and for three of the four of those years, it was the number one American watched wrestling program. And he had all the exposure and everything. Like, that's kind of cool. And he's obviously a pretty successful trainer from what it seems like. Yeah. It's still running. I mean, if it's still running and he's got good people coming out, I, we should, probably should do a little more homework on who's come out of his school. But um, that's true. It, yeah. it, Walt Jr. I'll, I'll tell you that um, if it's running after all this time, it's got to be working. And I, the fact that that promotion is still running too, um, even with even post pandemic, it's that same. Well, it's it said they haven't done a show since 2019, but they're planning a tour. So they're, I, I'm sure it's mainly just the schooling now is what it's used for. But you know, it, it didn't close down. That's, pretty much what what it's left yeah. at they didn't they didn't just close post, it down just so. postponed for a while yeah but 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 a lot of pandemics uh caused, a lot of stuff was by the pandemic caused that so if they're if they're still up and running they're gonna start touring again that's big i right? hope they so weathered, they weathered he deserves story. it he's one of those guys yeah he didn't you know like said uh, under, he, he really you know, he loves the craft obviously he can't he yeah. can't he's not he's not he running good. away from it right he's yeah. yeah taking his ball and going home really he's he's uh bringing new people into the fold which is pretty cool yep. you know i was like so him. fuck you in ring talent, <laughs> you never heard anything <laughs> negative about him. No one ever has no? got never got into a knife fight in a hotel or like to yeah, Alex even, was a dick backstage. Like, I don't think he ever hurt anyone. To yeah, him. you know, I don't think so. I yeah. said, Pacey, hush, hush, money. <laughs> <laughs> he shuts up. Uh, Your back hurts. Shut up. Your back. Yeah, Randy. For audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeart Radio, Show, and Google Podcast. Shiza, I potato you. At our no? wrestling channel. On social media, uh, Jess would really love it if we gave him a follow on Instagram or Twitter at OWP2019 or don't. on Facebook at Our Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> follow Alex uh, right instead. It's fine. This is the OWP signing off. Have a good one. I'll be the same. Shrieking Kitan.